Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. My name is Rachel Wheatley, a comedian walking along a psychopath in southwest London. And it's a beautiful day. The sky is blue, there's quite a lot of clouds, and I think that this is the last day of gorgeous weather before we sort of go into a cold snap or a rain snap. So uh, I'm just enjoying it while it's here. Walking along, enjoying the sunshine, enjoying a slight breeze. It's kind of perfect, really. It's uh, it's the sort of weather where you'd get too hot if you're out in it for too long. But I'm just going to stroll along the bike track and then go home again. So I am pretty hyped for this blazing, hot, beautiful day. Welcome to Walk the Pod. Yes, it's an absolutely glorious summery day here on the bike track. Lots of people walking around in floaty outfits, sunglasses, prams and pups and other accessories that they like to take around with them. And it's just just a glorious day to be alive. Hope you're well. Hope you are having a nice day and have got a chance to go for a walk. I would encourage you to go out for a short walk at lunchtime, if you possibly can, every day, in order to dissolve the morning's troubles into the sky above you and put everything back in perspective and remind yourself that despite the fact that the quarter three requisitions are still not in or whatever it is you do for your job, the world still turns. Uh, I've had some correspondence from my dad about the how many people are inside your head thing I was talking about yesterday and apparently uh, there's a link here with, let me just see what it was that he actually said, he said there's a link with, with Eric Burns Games People Play, the original parent, adult, child transactional analysis book. Uh, Also Thomas Satz, I'm okay, you're okay on the same theme. Now, I haven't read either of those books, so I can't really comment on them, but but it sounds interesting. Uh, I've also had some correspondence from Leaping Lord Stephen who said that uh, the inner saboteur is something that RuPaul talks about on RuPaul's Drag Race. I love this podcast for many reasons, but one of the main reasons that I love it is that I am as happy to give you the wisdom of RuPaul as I am the wisdom of Heather Havrilescu or Marcus Aurelius. I'll take, I'll, I'll take my uh, philosophy from from anywhere I can get it really. I'm quite quite up for taking it from Sesame Street if necessary. Anyway, getting back to RuPaul. Uh, RuPaul talks about the inner saboteur quite a lot and, and suggests that what you do is you thank it uh, for its suggestion and then you do the thing anyway. So, I think we can all agree that that's good advice. Because those voices that tell us not to do things are mostly just trying to keep us safe. A couple of cyclists just zoomed past me. And uh, 
life appears to be settling down my end. Uh, the, the new job is, is looking more, more of a thing day by day. I think I will have a new job in July, which will be excellent because that means I can concentrate on doing good work, connecting scientists and journalists together rather than work sending job applications into the ether, uh, which is less fun and also doesn't do that much for anybody other than me and sometimes not even me. So I'd be absolutely delighted not to have to do that anymore. Um, More on that as I have it. I'm one of those people who isn't prepared to particularly put something on the internet until I've got a contract and signed it. So I'm going to tell you what it actually is when I've done that. And depending on the efficiency of the HR department, that may be several months into the job. I just don't know. I hope you're having a lovely day. Uh, I am feeling very lucky, actually, to to have resolved that situation because it could have dragged on for a long time and I think finding work is hard at the moment so feeling glad that that's all progressing and grateful. Now here's a thing I read uh, the other day which I thought was interesting. So we've, been, we've talked about gratitude before and the things that I tend to express gratitude for are things I can see. I express gratitude for the internet, electricity, water, Um, the education establishments that are educating my children, uh, the health of my friends and family, etc. But sometimes we should give thanks for things that we can't see. For example, the fact that I'm allowed to have political opinions in this country, the fact that uh, the, the currency of the country is reasonably stable and that if I want to pay for something today, it's going to cost approximately the same as it does tomorrow or indeed yesterday and the fact that uh, the the currency of the country is one that is uh, generally speaking accepted around the world Um, not the case for all currencies in all countries at all so sometimes with our gratitude We need to be quite creative in order to find things that we haven't been grateful for before. Somebody drilling a hole in a metal trailer there, which is why that was so loud. Uh, Little kids here doing something very complicated. They're all looking at the ground and they all have notebooks. A4 books and pens and they're doing something they're doing something complicated. Maybe they're drawing pictures of stinging nettles. I don't know. Oh, I think they're doing a nature trail treasure hunt. I think they are marking that they have found something in the, in the grounds of their school. And they're going around ticking off that they found a snail and they found a leaf and they found some grass and they found a ladybird. And it's just absolutely adorable potties. What are you up to today? Do let me know. It's been a bit bit light on the old voice notes lately, so I would doubly encourage you to, to go to rachelwheelyitsfunny.com and leave me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice. And let me know what you're thinking about or tussling with at the moment. I'm all ears for it. I mean, recently, 
uh, sort of got to grips with the idea that anxiety is a thing that I struggle with. It's not really something I've ever really actually acknowledged before, but I think it's true. Anxiety, depression, they tend to go together and I have them a bit every, every now and then, depending on what's going on in my life. I mean, maybe, maybe that's not anxiety, depression. Maybe that's, you know, maybe being anxious when you don't have a job is, is a reasonably sane thing to do. Um, who knows? But, you know, maybe it's just normal human anxiety, depression. I'm just like, God, the world's a bit of a mess, isn't it? But it's always been like this, I feel. Some way I've been really getting into audiobooks recently, and when I say recently, I mean for the last 48 hours. Uh, audiobooks are, I think, really an excellent way to spend time that I have previously spent listening to podcasts. Podcasts uh, are obviously amazing, very into podcasts, but often the podcasts I tend to listen to are very much sort of instructional, here's how to be a human in the world which is fine, up to a point. But I found myself craving fiction the last couple of days, and I found it in uh, an audiobook called Small Pleasures by Claire Chambers, which is about... It's a love story from the 1950s, uh, but it's got, a bit of, it's got a bit of gay stuff in it, which is always good, and uh, it's, also, it's also beautifully painted not sure whether painted is the right uh, verb there, but um, you know it, she she draws very well. She 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 creates mental images of of uh, the world she's describing in a in a particularly skillful way. So I recommend that to you. Um, I've got a few audiobooks I've been recommended to listen to next. Uh, one is called Cast, with an E on the end, and it's by Isabel Wilkerson, and I'm pretty excited to listen to that. But I can't listen to that because in the middle of the two audiobooks, I picked up another fiction book, uh, Galapagos, by Kurt Vonnegut. Tried to get into Vonnegut several times before in my life and never managed, but this might be the one. This might be the... The novel that allows me to crack into Vonnegut at long last. It's really good. So I'm now reading that and I'm not sure I can not sure I can audiobook a different book whilst reading another fiction book. I think that's too complicated. Potties. I don't know. Tell me, what do you do? Do you listen to books and read books at the same time? Do you read two books simultaneously? How do you navigate that? <laughs> yes again, I demonstrate my incredible ability be a beginner in the subject of how to be a human in the world ask basic questions how do you read how does one read if you have any advice for me on how to read please email rach at rachelwheelie.com um listen i'm going to go now uh but it's been an absolute delight talking to you as ever um thank you for walking with me don't forget there are three ways you can support the podcast number one tell a person in the world about the about the show Number two, give us a rating or a review on the platform you're listening to this on. And number three, go to patreon.com and join the Walk the Pod walking club. Patreon.com forward slash Rachel Wheatley is funny and join on a tier of your choice to support the show. 
get a vinyl sticker of the show's artwork for your face and generally get my eternal gratitude because it absolutely makes my day when somebody joins the Walk the Pod walking club. I cannot even tell you. Thank you again and take care of yourselves and each other and don't forget to speak kindly to yourself, including all those voices that are trying to keep you safe. I'll be back with episode 12 tomorrow.